Chapter Eleven of Hints to Pilgrims. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anita Sloma Martinez. Hints to Pilgrims by Charles Stephen Brooks. Circus Days. There have been warm winds out of the south for several days. Soft rains have teased the daffodils into blossom along the fences, and this morning I heard the first clicking of a lawnmower. It seems but yesterday that winter was tugging at the chimneys, that March freshets were brawling in the gutters, but with the shifting of the cock upon the steeple, the spring comes from its hiding in the hills. At this moment, to prove the changing of the season, a street organ plays beneath my window it is a rather miserable box and is stocked with sentimental tunes for coaxing nickels out of pity its inlaid mahogany is soiled with travel it has a peg-leg and it hangs around the musician's neck as if weary of the road master it seems to say may we sit a while my old stump is wearing off and yet on this warm morning in the sunlight there is almost a touch of frolic in the box a syncopation attempts a happier temper it has sniffed the fragrant air and desires to put a better face upon its troubles the housemaid next door hangs out the monday's garments to dry and there is a pleasant flapping of legs and arms as if impatient for partners in a dance must a petticoat sit unasked when the music plays surely breeches and stockings will not hold back when a lively skirt shall beckon a slow waltz might even tempt empty's nightgown off the line if only a vegetable man would come with a cart of red pie plant and green lettuce and offer his gaudy wares along the street then the evidence of spring would be complete but there is even better evidence at hand this morning i noticed that a circus poster had been pasted on the billboard near the schoolhouse several children and i stopped to see the wonders that were promised then the school bell rang and they dawdled off at stratford also once upon a time boys with shining morning faces crept like snails to school were there circus billboards in so remote a day the pundits spleared with search are strangely silent this morning it will be a shrewd lesson that keeps the children's thoughts from leaping out the window two times two will hardly hold their noses on the desk on the billboard there is the usual blonde with pink legs balanced on one toe on a running horse the clown holds the paper hoop the band is blowing itself very red in the face an acrobat leaps headlong from a high trapeze there are five rings thirty clowns an amazing variety of equestrian and slack-wire genius a galaxy of dazzling beauties and every performance includes a dizzy death-defying dive by a dauntless daredevil on a bicycle from the top of the tent and of course there are elephants and performing dogs and fat ladies one day only two performances rain or shine does not this kind of billboard stir the blood in these languid days of spring it is a tonic to the sober street it is a shining dial that marks the coming of the summer in the winter let barns and fences proclaim the fashion of our dress and tease us with bargains for the kitchen but in the spring when the wind is from the south fences have a better use they announce the circus 
what child now will not come upon a trot what student can keep to his solemn book there is a sleepy droning from the schoolhouse the irregular verbs lawless rascals with a past chafe in a dull routine the clock loiters through the hour it was by mere coincidence that last night on my way home i stopped at a newsstand for a daily paper and saw a periodical by the name of the paste brush on a gay cover was the picture of another blonde a sister maybe of the lady of the billboard she was held by an ankle over a sea of upturned faces but by her happy inverted smile she seemed unconscious of her danger the paste brush is new to me i bought a copy folded its scandalous cover out of sight and took it home it proves to be the trade journal of the circus and amusement park interests it announces a circulation of seventy thousand which i assume is largely among acrobats magicians fat ladies clowns liniment vendors lion tamers caucasian beauties and actors on obscure circuits now it happens that among a fairly wide acquaintance i cannot boast a single acrobat or liniment vendor not even a professional fat man a friend of mine it is true swells in that direction as an amateur but he rolls night and morning as a corrective i did once also pass an agreeable hour at a county fair with a strong man who bends iron bars in his teeth he had picked me from his audience as one of convincing weight to hang across the bar while he performed his trick when the show was done he introduced me to the bearded beauty and a talkative mermaid from chicago one of my friends also has told me that she is acquainted with a lady a former pupil of her sunday school who leaps on holidays in the park from a parachute the bantam champion too many years ago lived behind us around the corner but he was a distant hero sated with fame unconscious of our youthful worship but these meetings are exceptional and accidental most of us let us assume find our acquaintance in the usual walks of life last night therefore having laid by the letters of madame d'arblay on whose seven volumes i have been engaged for a month i took up the paste-brush and was carried at once into another and unfamiliar world the frontispiece is the big tent of the circus with side-shows in the foreground there is a great wheel with its swinging baskets a merry-go-round a funny castle and a sword-swallower's booth by a dense crowd around a wagon i am of opinion that here nothing less than red lemonade is sold certainly jolly maud that mountain of flesh holds a distant surging crowd against the ropes an article entitled freaks i have known is worth the reading you may care to know that a celebrated missing link i withhold the lady's name plays solitaire in her tent as she waits her turn bearded ladies it is asserted are mostly married and have a fondness for crocheting out of hours a certain three-legged boy the favorite of applauding thousands tried to enlist for the war but was rejected because he broke up a pair of shoes the wild man of borneo lived and died in waltham massachusetts if the street and number were given it would tempt me to a pilgrimage have i not journeyed to concord and to plymouth perhaps an old inhabitant an antique spinster or rheumatic grocer can still remember the pranks of the wild man's childhood but in the paste-brush the pages of advertisement are best slot machines for chewing gum are offered for sale merry widow swings beach babies a kind of doll 
genuine Tiffany rings that defy the expert, second-hand saxophones, fountain pens at eight cents each, and sofa pillows with pictures of Turkish beauties. But let us suppose that you, my dear sir, are one of those seventy thousand subscribers and are by profession a tattooer. On the day of publication, with what eagerness you scan its columns, here is your opportunity to pick up an improved outfit. Stencils and supplies complete with twelve chest designs and a picture of a tattooed lady in colors, twelve by eighteen, for display, send for price list. Or if you have skill in charming snakes and your stock of vipers is running low, write to the snake king of Florida for his catalogue. He treats you right. Here is an advertisement of an alligator farm. Alligator wrestlers, it is said, make big money at popular resorts on the southern circuit. You take off your shoes and stockings when the crowd has gathered and wade into the slimy pool. It needs only a moderate skill to seize the fierce creature by his tail and haul him to the shore. A deft movement throws him on his back. Then you tickle him under the ear to calm him and pass the hat. Here in the paste-brush is an announcement of a shipload of monkeys from Brazil. Would you care to buy a walrus? A crocodile is easy money on the public square in Old Home Week. Or perhaps you are a glass-blower with your own outfit, a ventriloquist, a diving beauty, a lyric tenor, or a nail-eater. If so, here is an agent who will book you through the West. The small cities and large towns of Kansas yearn for you. Or if you, my dear madam, are of good figure, the Alamo beauties touring in Mississippi want your services. Long season, no back pay. Would you like to play a tuba in a ladies' orchestra? You are wanted in Oklahoma. The Sunshine Girls, famous on Western circuits, are looking to augment their number. Wanted, woman for Eliza and Ophelia. Also, a child for Eva. Must double as a pony. State salary, Canada theaters. It is affirmed that there is money in box ball, that hoopla yields a fortune, that you mop up the tin with a hucklybuck. It sounds easy. I wonder what a hucklybuck is like. I wonder if I have ever seen one. It must be common knowledge to the readers of the paste-brush, for the term is not explained. Perhaps one puts a hucklybuck in a wagon and drives from town to town. Doubtless it returns a fortune in a county fair. Is this not an opportunity for an underpaid schoolteacher or slim seamstress? No longer must she subsist upon a pittance. Here is rest for her blue old fingers." Let her write today for a catalogue. She should choose a hucklybuck of gaudy color with a Persian princess on the side to draw the crowd. Let her stop by the village pump and sound a stirring blast upon her megaphone. Or perhaps you, my dear sir, have been chafing in an indoor job. You have been hooped through a dreary winter upon a desk. If so, your gloomy disposition can be mended by a hoopla booth, whatever it is. This way, gentlemen, try your luck. Positively no blanks. A valuable prize for everybody. Your stooped shoulders will straighten. Your digestion will come to order in a month. Or why not run a stand at the beach for walking sticks with a view in the handle of a dashing French princess in a daring pose, or the latest picture of President and Mrs. Wilson at the peace conference? 
or curiosities may be purchased two-headed giants mermaids sea serpents a devil child and an egyptian mummy new lists ready a mummy would be a quiet and profitable companion for our seamstress in the long vacation it would need less attention than a sea serpent she should announce the dusty creature as the darling daughter of the ptolemies when the word has gone round she may sit at ease before the booth in scarlet overalls and count the dropping nickels with what vigor will she take to her thimble in the autumn out in gilmer texas there is a hog with six legs alive and healthy five hundred dollars take it here is a merchant who will sell you snake frog and monkey tights after your church supper on the stage of the sunday school surely in such a costume my dear madam you could draw a crowd study the trombone and double your income can you yodel it can be learned at home evenings in six easy lessons a used popcorn engine is cut in half a waffle machine will be shipped to you on trial does no one wish to take the road with the five-legged cow here is one for sale an extraordinary animal that cleaned up sixty dollars in one afternoon at a county fair in indiana walk up ladies and gentlemen the marvel of the age plenty of time before the big show starts a five-legged cow count em answers to the name of guinevere shown before all the crowned heads of europe once owned by the tsar of russia only a dime a tenth of a dollar ten cents show about to start or perhaps you think it more profitable to buy a steam calliope some very good ones are offered second-hand in the paste-brush and tour your neighboring towns make a stand at the crossroads under the soldier's monument give a free concert then when the crowd is thick about you offer them a magic ointment rub an old man for his rheumatism throw away his crutch clap him on the back and pronounce him cured or pull teeth for a dollar each it takes but a moment for a diagnosis when once the fashion starts the profitable bicuspids will drop around you and funny castles can be bought perhaps you do not know what they are they are usual in amusement parks you and a favorite lady enter hand in hand it is dark inside and if she is of an agreeable timidity she leans to your support only if you are a churl will you deny your arm then presently a fiery devil's head flashes beside you in the passage the flooring tilts and wobbles as you step here surely no lady will wish to keep her independence presently a picture opens in the wall it is souls in hell or the queen of sheba on a journey then a sharp draught ascends through an opening in the floor your lady screams and minds her skirts a progress through a funny castle it is said ripens the greenest friendship now take the lady outside smooth her off and regale her with the lover's sunday funny castles with wind machines a queen of sheba almost new and devil's head complete can be purchased remit twenty-five per cent with order the balance on delivery perhaps i am too old for these high excitements funny castles are behind me ladies of the circus alas who ride in golden chariots are no longer beautiful cleopatra in her tinsel has sunk to the common level clowns with slapsticks rousing me only a moderate delight at this moment as i write the clock strikes twelve 
It is noon and school is out. There is a slamming of desks and a rush for caps. The boys scamper on the stairs. They surge through the gate. The acrobat on the billboard greets their eyes. The clown, also the lady with the pink legs, they pause, they gather in a circle. They have fallen victims to her smile. They mark the great day in their memory. The wind is from the south. The daffodils flourish along the fences. The street organ hangs heavily on its strap. There will be a parade in the morning. The freaks will be on their platforms by one o'clock. The great show starts at two. I shall buy tickets and take Nepos, my nephew. End of chapter 11